it going tonight, everybody? We all run the real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we're back in the new category and we're going deep again. Deeper, bluer than before. <laughs> the deep blue sea. And Fox, you picked this movie. I did. I did. It's my wife's favorite shark movie. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Deep Blue Sea. I remember seeing this in the video max back when I was young. Every time we'd go to rent a movie, I'd see it there. But you never rented it? No, because it was rated R. And ah. I was too young. Too young. Too young for this. Yeah. I will say the uh, like cover art on IMDb is very... <laughs> interesting very cgi shark that's what it was on the box <laughs> that's what it was on the vhs dvd box is this cover art i had never heard of this movie before this but i don't think this cover art does the movie justice <laughs> from what i <laughs> thought it was so? gonna be oh i don't know i think it's pretty indicative of the movie yeah, that might be straight up a shot from the end. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it could be the end when they ran out of money for CGI, I think. But <laughs> what what is this movie, Fox? This movie is about a group of scientists searching for an Alzheimer's cure at an isolated research facility who become prey for a trio of intelligent sharks. That they may or may not have created. Oh, they definitely created them. Mm-hmm. Science has gone wrong yet again. Dang. That's why you don't take big brain shark DNA and put it in people. Because they'll get you. Yeah, I don't know who thought that was going to end well, making shark brains bigger. I mean, they're still animals, so. Yeah, they got room to grow. Aren't they not the smartest? I think so. I think they're pretty simple. They like to swim and they like to eat. And they do some eating in this movie. <laughs> they do a lot of both in this. But there will be spoilers before we get too deep into the movie. Here's a deep question for you, though. Can a CGI shark swim? <laughs> if I watched this movie and it told me anything, then yes. Yes, it can. But it's not in actual water. It's CGI. Some of it might have been in the water. The CGI shark? Mm-hmm. They could have shot, like, just some open ocean underwater or in, like, a tank <laughs> and then CGI'd the shark in. <laughs> but then it's not swimming because it's not in the water. It's got to be in the water to swim. Hmm. Well, what if it's the CGI water and it's a CGI shark and it's swimming through that in its natural environment? It's nat That's true. That would be its natural environment. I guess then it would be swimming. I don't even have a response for this line of questioning. <laughs> I don't even know what to think. What is this? If a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, does it make a sound? <laughs> Our shark is swimming in real life water. Does it actually swim? If a tree falls on a podcaster, does anyone care? <laughs> oh. oh, no. I suppose not. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Well... Bringing us back, what did you guys think of this movie? Nah, this is very relevant, Mike. You're not bringing it back to nothing. Half this movie is crappy CGI. <laughs> Especially, I mean, 
the opening shot is is perfect indication of the CGI in this movie. Just the CGI boat on the water, and it's like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I had seen there was something, like before the movie released, the director had like challenged people like, see if you can tell where the CGI sharks begin and the mechanical <laughs> ones end. Oh, and then no. the visual effects team was like, uh, it may be a little flawed. <laughs> <laughs> they might know. <laughs> That's amazing. It was a different time, you know, they're like, this is so cool. Let's just use it a lot. I mean, it wasn't the best, but I had fun watching it. It was still pretty goofy CGI. It was like when the goofy CGI shark eats um, Sam Jackson. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, that's amazing. That's like the only part of this movie I'd seen before, before watching this. <laughs> was that? That might be the worst CGI even. When it like turns sideways, is it to go back down the hole? Yep. Man, I think that is the worst CGI there. And then when it gets in the water and its friend comes and they just rip them up. What was he talking about, too? He was like talking about sentient ice or something right before he got iced himself. <laughs> Do you mean the best quote in the movie? If you think water's fast, you ought to see ice. <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it killed the world once and got a taste for it. <laughs> Just came out he was in an avalanche field. and it haunts yeah. him. <laughs> they bring that avalanche up a couple times. You're the guy from the avalanche, right? Yeah, and then finally he gets his chance to talk about the horrors of being trapped with like five men in an avalanche, and only three come out alive. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool. I liked that speech. It was funny. It was like uh, it was ridiculous, especially what happens afterwards after he gives the speech. And he gets eaten right away. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I just figured that's when they ran out of the budget for the CGI and Sam Jackson. They're like, eat him in the middle of the movie. I saw there's a lot of dispute over that, like, scene and why it is like it is. So I guess, like, Sam Jackson supposedly was rumored to not be having a great time making this movie, and he wanted to be done. But, like, the director, and maybe him, were like, no, 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 totally planned, totally planned, for sure. But who knows? It is very abrupt. <laughs> I think I took it kind of as, like, a joke. Like, it was kind of, like, poking fun at that kind of like trope of like the speech and everybody brings everybody together thing. I thought it was intentional, but I mean, who knows? That's what I thought too. Yeah. I, yeah. It's intentional because of when it occurs for sure. It's funny too. It was funny. That's probably my favorite part of the movie. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Th there's a lot of real winners in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is pretty goofy and I appreciate that. So if if the CGI shark ate Sam Jackson, did it really eat him if it was real Sam Jackson? Oh, God. <laughs> well, he's still around today, isn't he? So I guess the answer's no. Dang, unless he's CGI now. He's CGI Sam Jackson for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he just looks the same. But, you know, we were talking about the, the CGI shark. I think they're when they actually do use, like, like actual, like, I don't know, the animatronics or whatever, like actual sharks, that looks pretty good. I wish they just would have committed to trying to use that the whole time because I thought those were pretty cool. Yeah, I think for the most part. Yeah, I agree. It looked a lot better than I was expecting 
considering the cover art on IMDb. <laughs> Do you think maybe they get a little too bold with it in that scene where they're uh, they they capture the shark and they they're messing with his brain and they've got him mounted up in the water? They might linger on that model shark a bit too long sometimes, but besides that. <laughs> Yeah, this movie is kind of ridiculous. It's so, so weird. I I don't know if it for me. I don't know if it was like ridiculous enough to like be fun for me though. I was just kind of like, eh, not. I was unamused. I would say for most of it, besides a few key moments with like Sam Jackson's speech, and I thought like El Kyolja, he kind of cracked me up in this, but I wasn't that amused by it. I thought his shtick was weird in this movie. Like, he's always doing Bible quotes and stuff, and I was <laughs> His like... His name's Preacher. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of weird. I don't think it fits well. <laughs> I thought it was funny whenever he would, like... It must be a sign when the alcohol falls by him and he just chugs it. And he's like, I get it, Lord, it's irony. He's, like, cooking himself in the oven. There's some. I thought it was funny. It is, like, kind of random, but... At least he's got... He's, like, he's like the only character I found that was actually kind of fun in this. Everybody else was kind of just meh for me. I mean, even Sam Jackson, I feel like, almost is phoning it in a little bit in this, besides the speech part, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah, for sure. This this is a movie that has got terrible, terrible writing and terrible acting in it across the board, pretty much. It's so bad. I do think it's a little intentional, maybe, just because so many people get eaten. I mean, yeah, it's cannon fodder. You gotta, it's like a slasher movie almost, honestly. Yeah, like you just have a bunch of dumb, uh, I don't know, scientific professionals (laughs) instead of teenagers. I was so excited at the opening of this after the terrible CGI because I just talked about my idea for a slasher shark movie. And this opens just <laughs> like a slasher movie does, but with the shark. And I was like, ooh, are they going to do it? And kind of, but no, they they don't commit all the way. <laughs> it does have a lot of the elements throughout the movie, though, I'll admit. I'll give props to uh so there's another actor I thought was really good. Um he played like that doctor who seemed like he was drunk most of the time. Uh Stellan Skarsgard is the guy. I think Dr. Whitlock. He actually was like I thought really good in this, but he dies like immediately, so <laughs> <laughs> in a brutal way. Yeah. He dies in the most brutal way. Yeah. <laughs> I Never expected to see LL Cool J, Stellan Skarsgård, and Sam Jackson in a shark movie. Like a cheesy B-shark movie. And I was loving it. I was having a blast. But I'm a sucker for like ocean stories. And they had a pretty cool underwater base set up, I thought, too. Like the ocean research stuff. Ooh, that looked good. I was loving it. And just the idea of them juicing up the sharks with brain stuff. Um, And then the shark obviously got smarter and was, like, hunting them. He threw Stellan Skarsgård into the glass to break in. Like, that (laughs) shark was nuts. I was was loving this. The shark took down a helicopter by dragging uh, that doctor guy like deep into the sea and then he yeah, throws his corpse. No, he's not even dead. He's still breathing in a live corpse into the window. It was uh, like, oh my God, this man just had his arm bitten off and now he's being dragged all around the ocean and he's going to get slammed into the glass. 
Just in time for his girlfriend to see him. <laughs> Very unexpected. Yeah, I knew nothing about this before I watched it. So that was all kind of a nice surprise for me. Like it was, it hit the perfect cheese vibe for me. All this, the shark stuff in here is cheesy. You got them throwing them into the glass, taking down the helicopter. You got them trying to bake LL Cool J in the oven. That was <laughs> so good. I was dying. I think they did put some extra effort into the characters in this from what it, I was like expecting from this shark movie. I had very low expectations going in. But like LL Cool J had a cool relationship with his parrot. I liked it. I was very mad when it, you know, died to the shark. But LL Cool J got him back. Yeah. And there was one other interaction between Sam Jackson and the main like shark killer dude. I forget his name. Oh, Thomas Jane, whoever uh, he is. Carter. Carter. Yeah. When they first met up and they were kind of like getting all broy and flexing on each other, I, I thought that was pretty pretty good. <laughs> I was enjoying it. Yeah, Carter's all right. I don't mind him. I like his. Yeah, the interaction he has with Sam Jackson about like the smuggling and stuff was pretty good. I like that a lot too. Actually, yeah, it was more than I expected. I feel like I might have thought he was cool. If I didn't know the direction Thomas Jane's career was going to go in. But like, we know this is it. Like, this is top tier Thomas Jane. We don't really <laughs> go past this point. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. So you think he's lame because of his career? Like, you think his character is lame? I don't know. Like, he's young. This is like young Thomas Jane. He's an action hero, right? Like, he just doesn't have the presence of like other classic action dudes. I like him. I think he's good. I mean, he's it's just I don't think his yeah, character or his, this movie's all that great for him either. He's, he's passable, I'd say. Just passable. Uh, he's got nothing to work with, too. Right. Yeah, he was okay, I thought. I mean, everybody was kind of hamming it up, I thought. They, they should have hammed it up some more. Like, LL Cool J was the only one who really hammed it up. Everybody else, and he's probably just having fun. Um, everybody else was just like, I don't know, phoning That's very it serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the main gal, her and her other buddy, very serious. Maybe a little too serious. They were so boring. Yeah, her, her like, friend, too. The, I don't know, like, if it was the way they recorded her dialogue or if it was just the way she spoke, but her lines sounded real weird, especially at the start. Like, it was it was weirding me out. I was like, there's something wrong with this. Oh, the blonde gal? Janice? Oh, the one who's giving him the tour, Sam Jackson the tour at the beginning. Yeah, like, just the way her line delivery was so odd. Like, I couldn't tell if they, like had her come in and re-record them later like that or what because like it was just weird <laughs> it sounded to me like she was like trying to hide an accent or something that's what it sounded like to me that might have been i also had a note that she seemed quiet at the beginning like we were having a hard time with the audio mix kind of i kind of liked her though janice she was she had some personality she was like nice and fun where all these other people were kind of serious and grumpy besides LL Cool J. So I liked her a little bit too. She, just because she was just a little different than everybody else. 
Oh, she gets so angry though. She does get angry. But I was glad to see her yelling at the other people because I was annoyed with all the other people too. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, they, they deserve it. <laughs> she gets so mad at the main gal, Susan, for her work on the shark. Just completely ignoring that her like husband was the other accomplice. Yeah. And like that makes no sense. Like, how could they work there and not know that's what's going on? Especially if she's in the thick of it down there with them in the lab. She's supposed to be their biologist. I think she did. She's just, I don't know, I feel like she acts like she has no, like, culpability in the whole thing. She's like, how could you all do this to me? That, yeah, that was another weird thing. Like, in the last movie, everybody giving Statham crap for <laughs> what he did at the start of the movie, even though it was the right thing. Like, this one... They all just dogpile on the main um Susan McAllister. Yeah. yeah. It's like everything was going fine until they had the freak hurricane, you know, pretty much. And then if they weren't stupid and didn't act like idiots, then Stellan Skarsgård wouldn't have had his hand bitten off. But it's like everything was going fine and then just just one bad thing happens and they all just freak out and they're like, you never should have done this in the first place. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, it was just, it was going fine, you know, and if this freak incident would have, it wouldn't have happened, then it probably would have been fine still. So it just, it's just weird. Yeah. Probably should. I mean, that's the classic trick. You're not supposed to like genetically tamper. You probably shouldn't have done it either way. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The trade-off seems pretty good. I mean, if it worked, the trade-off seems like it's worth it to me at least. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a whole other debate, I guess, with genetics, but. Um, I have a thought on that though, that they don't get the research in the end, you know? Because I think that would have made this all worth it if they could have cured Alzheimer's. But yeah, we were pushing that Godzilla, nature pointing out the folly of man angle, so we, we couldn't let him have it. <laughs> Which I'm okay with. I'm not mad at that, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I want to say, too, like, even if she didn't get her notes, then she should have been like, I need to stay alive so I can keep the research in my brain, you know. But no, she just goes and jumps in the water at the end like an idiot and gets eaten <laughs> it's like okay so now it was worthless <laughs> and all these people died for nothing just because you did that oh, everyone who survived was the shark wrangler and the cook the two people who don't know how to do it at all yeah and it was so dumb like why the heck would she jump in the water with no way to get out like just like drip some blood in there or something you know you don't have to do that and he is it really? I mean, look, that shark was definitely going to eat those teenagers, but is it really that bad that he wants to be free? <laughs> it depends on how sentient he is, I guess. Is he going to like, is he a serial killer? He's just going to kill everything? Or is he just going to be like a shark that's slightly smarter and will eat when he's hungry? The concern might be that if he like breeds with other sharks that they'll become smarter too, I guess. Not sure that's how that works, though, but I think that's that's what they were going for with the movie. Well, they, they have the two sharks that were, like, made that way through their, like, testing. And then they said they had, like, one that was, like, bred with them to make the Oh, did one. they say that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they said. But they all got to get the brain injection, right? 
the bread one, I, don't, I mean, I don't know for sure. Look, I'm not a scientist, and I'm not a deep blue sea scientist, so I don't this know. This is definitely not a scientific movie. No, <laughs> Don't worry <yeah>. about it. <laughs> uh, you, you probably could be a deep blue sea scientist. I don't think any of them were qualified to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I took that, like, one line they said as to say that, yeah, if those two bred with each other, they could make another smart shark. But I guess that does make sense. I don't know if we want an ocean full of... I mean, yeah, I just don't know how smart these sharks are. They seem like they're very smart. So I don't know. Yeah, I, it's crazy how smart the sharks are. Like when they're like eating the cameras because they like know what that is and what they do. I don't. It's it's just crazy. These sharks are they like can they are they like sentient like having conversations with each other and stuff and we just can't understand them. I don't know. I don't think they can vocalize. Yeah, they don't seem to like communicate very well. They teamed up to like try to eat that cage when uh, Thomas Jane went out there. They also were able to swim backwards from getting a bigger brain, so maybe they can vocalize now too, because that makes <laughs> sense. Yep, they've learned all these new skills. Yeah, having a bigger brain makes a physical impossibility possible now, guys. I just need to grow my brain and then I can fly. You know, I think by Marvel logic, that's accurate. This ain't Marvel. This is Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is how we got King Shark. I guess this would be a DC. There you go. Yeah, the the sharks are crazy smart. I agree, but I like how they kind of put this like mad scientist twist on a shark movie. Um, that was just unexpected from me. I thought it was kind of fun. They they should have leaned more into that. I think Mike that would have made it even funnier. Because, like, this has the same problem where they're trying to be serious a lot in this, kind of like the Meg, right? But this one has so much crazy stuff that happens that it's not even close to being like the Meg with the end product. But if they would have all just committed to it being dumb and fun, I would have liked it even more, I think. I'd agree with that. They do very much like act like teenagers in a slasher movie, but it does kind of get a little cringy sometimes because like they're scientists and adults. Why not make it like bring your kid to the to, to work day or something and then have all the parents get eaten? I don't I don't know if the sharks are as smart as we think they are because they're at the end when when that one was going to chomp on Thomas Jane when he was in the water. It like totally misses him at point blank range. Man, it misses him like three times. Like all the sharks miss him. He's the master. He's the shark wrangler. They'll never catch him. He knows how to shimmy just right when they get too close. <laughs> I guess. But like one time he didn't even shimmy. He was just like holding on to the door. Oh, it was when it ate his friend when they had to turn the power on. It ate his friend, and the, his friend, and he's just holding on the door, and the shark, like, point-blank range misses him. It's toying with him. <laughs> I guess so. That would have been funny. But I was like, oh, man. I just watched you try to bake a man in the oven, take down a helicopter, throw a man through a door, break through a steel door, and <laughs> you just missed him at point-blank range. He's got some big plot armor, is what old Thomas got. Definitely. Yep. The best kind of armor. <laughs> it is true. Are they, like, trying to escape the facility? Is that their plan? 
to flood the base so that they can escape? Is that what they want to do? Or are they just wanting to eat everybody inside? That's also a good question. Because they're like, what does a shark think about when it's, you know, gained the ability to think, I guess, whatever they say. And then he's like, freedom, the open, the deep blue sea. And then, yeah, so it's like, I guess, was that their goal all along was to like get that fence down so they could just swim away? That seems to be their theory, at least. The characters. I guess, but I mean, you wouldn't need to flood the base to do that. Well, you'd have to get the fence down. I think that's the only way they could get out, like sinking the the base. I guess Thomas Jane thinks it's both, because at the end there, he's like, this was their plan all along. They herded us up here, right where they wanted us. And look, it's just a chain link fence over there. I guess so he thinks like they want to eat him and escape. Best of both worlds. Mm, classic shark. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. And maybe it's a lucky accident. I don't know. Maybe they just went out. They just had enough of being trapped. And they're like, we're just going to kill everyone we can. That's what I thought they were doing. Maybe the sharks are the good guys. They've been trapped. They're eating other sharks. Although it seemed like that's all they would eat. But which is kind of weird as well. But hey, you know, they want to be free. <laughs> Let the sharks free. Yeah. When you get smarter, you go straight to cannibalism. Yeah, I don't know. Sharks. They're smart, I guess. Well, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. This is, it's kind of just supposed to be, a, is it, I guess it is supposed to be a schlocky B movie. I feel like, I don't know. I just don't know. Is that what they wanted to make with this, you guys think? I think so. Yeah, definitely. That, or they're just grossly incompetent. It kind of felt like to me, like they were like just trying to, like, I don't know if cash in is the right word, but like ride that like Jurassic Park craze, but instead of like dinosaurs, it's sharks this time. Is it it kind of has that similar setup, I guess, you know, of like a crazy storm happens and then everything goes wrong. The sharks are loose. So dinosaurs. I, I guess I did read about the rider and his like inspiration for all of this. He was a, he's Australian and there was like a shark attack near his home and the bodies washed up by his house and it like freaked him out and he wanted to write a movie about it. And then he wanted to make one better than Jaws. Oh. But then the studio hired the guy who did Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Die Hard 2, <laughs> some other like stuff, Cliffhanger, like hired that guy to direct it. So <laughs> I think well, uh, that's how we got here. <laughs> you want to write some, a movie better than Jaws, huh? That's a good goal. I'm not going to knock him for having a goal, but... I, I won't knock his goals, but I will knock the final output. Yeah, but <laughs> once he wrote it, I, it's a lot of that's out of his hand, too. Who knows? Maybe the original script is brilliant. I saw the studio, like, rewrote it after they picked the script. Maybe it was brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. That's too bad, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what shark... There's never going to be a shark movie better than Jaws, probably. I, honestly, like, so far, I think... The Meg is the only one that it's probably like my maybe like one of my top two shark movies is Jaws and then The Meg and then there's like a steep cliff so far, like I don't know if there's anything quite to that level. Man, The Shallows was all right. Yeah, that was okay. In comparison, of course, to all these other shark movies, that one's like top of the line. <laughs> you know, I did like the one thing i liked about this was the the end credits it has its own theme song oh yeah L cool j <laughs> yeah i love that i need more movies to do this just write a song about the movie come on <laughs> i like that even if it's bad i don't care i just want to hear a song about the movie at the end is the chorus line to that song my hat 
is like a shark fin. Yeah. Okay. Deepest, okay. bluest. My hat is like a shark fin. Like he's comparing himself to the shark eating the mm-hmm. people throughout the song, right? Okay. Because he's like half human, he's a killer. half shark. Yeah. He's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's, it's a great song. I just like the idea of this being a thing. I thought it was funny. Endearing. <laughs> I left it on instead of just killing it. <laughs> I listened to it too, but I don't know. It comes off cringy to me after watching the movie, <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, did I love watching this because it was so bad and dumb? <laughs> yes, I did. But <laughs> is it a good movie? <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a little Cool J on set. They might as well have him write him a song as well. I, I would probably do the same thing. I agree. If I had him <laughs> in my movie, I probably would have him do that. <laughs> I have him like just write the score. I just have like a cool hip hop soundtrack. Oh yeah. I mean, I like some of the soundtrack in this. The score was some of it was pretty good, but I've got it figured out. The movie should have just been LL Cool J as the the main character. The chef shark hunter. Make him the focus and the other ones the side characters. His hijinks was, yeah, like the tone was just so different than like everybody else is getting eaten by sharks and it's supposed to be this horrible tragedy. And then LL Cool J is like in the oven talking to God about how <laughs> ironic it is to be kept in the oven. <laughs> I like that. He was fun. Yeah, and his bird kept like just, <laughs> just like you basically just toasting him. That was my favorite part of the movie. I was laughing so much. He he was good. The only one with the personality in this, which was nice. I saw that, that was kind of his intent. Like I, I read that he forced the studio to hire LL Cool J, specifically to have somebody who was likable in the cast. <laughs> so, well, it worked, right? Like I think it's like a slasher. Like they just wanted boring people who could die, and nobody would care if they needed to. But it's so weird to double down so hard on that and have one guy who you know is going to make it because he's so lovable. The first time I watched this, I thought he would die. I was surprised. I was shocked that he lived to the end of the movie. (laughs) I was sure he was toast. And I was shocked the girl got ate the first time around. I know, right? It's so dumb. That's what shocked me. about it (laughs) like it's basically a slasher there's always a final girl but now it's i guess two final dudes (laughs) yes they're breaking the mold they're trendsetting Uh, that's trendsetting yeah yeah take that scream you can't parody this movie i would like to see a scream movie on the ocean and the shark can wear the scream outfit (laughs) (laughs) you get phone calls and it's just gurgling and like bubbles Have one of the crazy characters get a killer mechanical shark. I like that. Did the sharks roar in this one? Because I could have swore that they roared a few times like a lion. Mm, I don't remember them roaring. Maybe. It's very possible. I would not put it past this movie. I don't remember it. Maybe like a dulled roar in the water. Yeah, that could be. Maybe they're like silently screaming to themselves at all times because they're like... They've ascended to a new level of intelligence and they like hate this like sentience as a curse and they wish they couldn't. What is my purpose? Existence is pain. (laughs) Going to be real honest here, though. I I didn't really occur to me until just now that sharks were physically incapable of roaring. I just assumed nobody could hear underwater, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they can make noise, I guess. I don't know. They make a glug glug. 
Glug, glug. <laughs> That's why, like, uh, dolphins and whales can make noises, right? Because they're like mammals. I don't oh. know. We're not scientists. Well, they get that hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listener, go look this up. Don't, <laughs> don't get your science info here. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Yeah, well, you know, like, the brain unlocked their ability to swim backwards. Maybe it unlocked, like, their roaring mechanisms as well. <laughs> okay. I'll buy that. I thought for a second that the shark was, like, imitating one of the people. That's a great idea. Like, they, they're, they like, getting smarter as the movie goes. Like, at first they are just kind of, like, slightly higher than average shark intelligence. But, like, as it keeps going, they're, like, actually, yes, starting to, like, become more people-like, I guess. More cunning. I wish they would have gone full Jurassic Park with it, you know? Oh, no, we made one that can mimic people. Oh, no, we made an invisible one. Oh great! That's the that's the one that can <laughs> like roar over there. Too? <laughs> you like gremlins? We combine the one that mimics people and becomes invisible. <laughs> oh. Can a shark have a mohawk? Is that an option? Ooh, like their fins, kind of a mohawk. Next, we're gonna get like the dinosaur god or something in the next Jurassic World movie. I'd be okay with that. That sounds kind of cool. No, I would too. <laughs> Just think, we have the shark god in this one. It ascends to godhood, like 2001 <laughs> A Space Odyssey. Yep. The shark's like Hal, like as we put him down at the end, but he gets close to, to winning us over, to defeating us, defeating man. Before the dynamite goes off, we miss the scene where the shark's like, please don't, Dave. <laughs> He's like speaking. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, no. That would be so funny. Okay, but speaking of that, I love that final shark death scene. That is epic. Oh, man. I did like that. So many chunks in the air. It's like a nuke, like explosion, like a little mushroom cloud. That whole part was funny because LL Cool J spears the dude <laughs> instead of the shark and pins him to him. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> then it gets knocked off of the shark and then they blow it up. That's the kind of movie I wanted the whole time because that was funny. That was pretty good. They should have just had them teaming up. Like the all the scientists die right away and it's like the two like non-scientist people who have to survive. Like kind of like you were saying, Fox. Oh yeah. So what's the scale on this one, Dan? The what's what's it called? The oh, the, the, the lassophobia yeah. scale meter thing? rating man this one's an easy watch if you have thalassophobia you can tell the water's not real in all of this movie so there's nothing to be scared of <laughs> they don't really play like any on like deep void open water kind of things either for the most part yeah that's true Mm-hmm. there's always the base or they're inside something so it's not too bad it is rusty, though, a little bit, Fox. Ooh, I did not care for they're like going into that control room and there's all those wires hanging off the ceiling like that's flooded. Ugh, I did not care for that. Wires underwater. What a terrible thing. Yeah, until it comes in handy when our main actress conveniently strips down and <laughs> shocks the shark <laughs> with the wire. It's for science TV. You can't, if, if you gotta, you gotta ground yourself, you'll get zapped. I can't believe they did that in this movie. I was like, <laughs> what are they doing? Wasn't she standing on wood anyways? I don't know. I don't feel like it was metal. 
it looked like it had a lot of layers of latex paint over it either way it was definitely <laughs> not conductive <laughs> I, yeah that like my jaw was like wow really this is what we're doing huh okay listen terry this is what the audience came for this is what they want to see <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> it does really have the heart of a slasher i mean <laughs> yeah you think we'd be getting a lot more of that then if that was like i don't know it just felt like oh yeah i forgot we need to put this in there at the end. <laughs> there was the random like putting the wetsuit on scene where we like only saw the girls like with their the top half of their suit down and the dudes were already all zipped up. That was the tease for that this scene coming yeah, up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's true. It just felt so intentional. At least like in these slasher movies, like, okay, the kids are like having sex or something. Sure, it's something that I could see teens doing. But then the scientist like literally is like looking at the wire and is like, wait, what's she doing? Why? Uh. Oh, and she's like taking her clothes off, and it's just so weird. Oh. It is you, really dumb. You don't want to get zapped. <laughs> yeah, that's like, oh man. Couldn't you just go with it? Just ignore that and just zap the shark. Wouldn't that have been better? I don't know. I don't know. It's the classic imagery, right? The the the, 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 the damsel up there above the monster, scantily clad. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she's more vulnerable that way, though. It's scarier. So intentionally vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like it felt like a choice. Like this was like we're doing this now because we and it's like you can tell like this is what they're trying to do. <laughs> like oh, the camera yeah. angle, you're like, okay, come on. Not very tasteful. I mean, this movie's not gonna <laughs> trying to be tasteful, but it's just still like, oh god. No, it's pretty bad. I guess that's why I think it's kind of funny, is because it's so blatant. <laughs> It is kind of funny, yeah. Like, like of all the things that have an actual setup and payoff in this movie, that's like the main one. That's a good point. Oh, <laughs> this does have a lot of slasher DNA in it, like you said, Fox. I love it. I agree. Well, have we gone deep enough, boys? Have we hit the end of the review? I wanted to comment on the music some more because we we kind of did, and then we we got sidetracked. Well, it you know what I mean. I want to know what you guys think of the music because I was not a big fan. <laughs> Gets me in kind of a nostalgia way, I guess. Like this is like the precursor to that dark age of two thousands horror movies. And this score, like, fits right in. I don't know, it just kind of gives me, like, a nostalgic vibe, but definitely because it's so iconically generic and not great. I think it's generic, yeah, for sure, but I think every once in a while it actually gets pretty good. I actually wrote a few couple moments down. Like, when Sam Jackson is giving the speech and then gets eaten, the moment he gets eaten, I thought the music was really good. And then, uh, um, oh, what was the other moment? Oh, when LL Cool J kills the shark with fire. That was another really cool moment, I thought, with the music. But everything else was just like what I would expect from just run-of-the-mill slashery horror kind of thing. It had some really weird, like, upbeat, triumphant music in certain spots. That was really out of place, I thought, um, in the given scene. It just gives you off a weird vibe. Like the chopper scene where like they show up and it's like, Papa Yeah. <laughs> and they're like running out to him with the guy on the, the gurney. I'm like, uh, shouldn't this be like 
more suspenseful music here. It's like the Superman music. They do it again at the end when LL Cool J's climbing up to that tower to get the gun. I thought the chopper thing was kind of weird, but I kind of liked it because it did like shift suddenly to like something more like horror, traditional like horror music, I think, when it was like... Dun, 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 and then the, the chopper shows up and then like it goes down and you're like wait what's wrong and then the shark destroys <laughs> I kind of liked how it transitioned from that happy like triumphant like they're here to save the day and then going into like oh no they're dead <laughs> this is <laughs> not so good it's the like the horror theme kind of they had was okay it was a definite like rip off of like Jaws and Psycho though but it's kind of, it wasn't that good, but it was better than, than well, the other choice, I think. <laughs> oh, and I didn't like the lighting in this movie either. It's very flat, not a lot of contrast. It was, it was very flat indeed. And then like, they had that awful freaking yellow light that they just like, <laughs> it looked like sometimes they're just sticking it almost right in their freaking face. <laughs> which didn't make any sense in the base that they're in um, and just look terrible as well. Like a lot of the technical stuff in this movie. <laughs> no. It's not very good. I don't even... Mike, was there even a cinematic moment in this one? I, oh, I can't... yeah, Mike. What's your visual hmm. moment? I didn't write one down this time. Oh. Oh. Usually one comes to me and I'm like, ah, that's the visual moment. So I guess I didn't have one with this one. Like, it didn't look very good most of the movie. I agree. It, like, hit that cheese vibe for me. So I didn't really mind it too much. I didn't notice too much of the cinematography until you started bringing it up. I like the shark head bump bumping out through the bottom of the boat at the very beginning. I thought that looked cool. Oh, yeah, when he busts through. I thought that looked good. Um, like I, I like the look of the real shark, the the, the, the props they used. But... Oh, yeah, they look good. Have we reached the deepest part of the review, or are we, we finished? In the words of LL Cool J, it's the deepest blue. The deepest, bluest. My hat's like a shark fin. <laughs> or this podcast <laughs> is like a shark fin, because we're cutting it short. This is the end. We're getting to our overall presentations, and um, we have a scale we use that goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to give our little spiel, and then we're going to try and average out our scores at the end. But funnily enough, this movie did remind me, you know, I've been taking this, um, well, I don't know if it's like quite like approved by, you know, the, the, the drug government things, what's it called, FDA? I don't know. I'm sure they're not super into this, but... I've got this guy who keeps uh, showing up and he keeps trying to sell me this um, shark protein. And I was like, I don't know if I want that. And But finally, you know, he came around enough times. So I was like, fine, I'm going to try it. And so, I, you know, it's kind of a weird way to do it, but you kind of have to just like inject it into your brain. And I've just started, I've had these crazy thoughts lately, you know, about, you know, swimming in the ocean and, you know, just, uh, I just, I keep thinking my thoughts just go to the deep in the blue. But then another thought occurred about the podcast and suddenly i don't know why it was never clear to me before but i had a goal that I had to hurt us all too and mike should be going first mm, that's the second thought that, comes yeah, that was the second <laughs> thought after 
It's the deep blue sea. The deep blue sea. All right. I guess it's fitting for me. Um, I really liked the underwater base on this movie. Like that hit a sweet spot for me. And it also hit the sweet spot of like good 90s cheese with an unexpected mad scientist twist on like sharks. But I agree, nothing super stellar or really good. The CGI is pretty bad for a lot of it. And I don't know. Yeah, you could pick it apart like that. But I liked it at the end, so I'm going to give it a watch. It. This was pretty fun, knowing nothing about it. I agree with a lot of what, what Mike said there. You know, that's uh, pretty accurate, I think. This is some good 90s cheese, in my opinion. It's It's so bad that it's good. It's entertaining. I don't think it goes that extra mile that some B schlock does that kind of turns it into that cult classic that's so bad that it's actually really, really good. This is just kind of so bad it's entertaining. But that's okay. I've seen it twice now and both times were fun. I wasn't bored either time. It's an easy watch for me. Grab a grab a pack of brews and your your movie buddy and get this in your Friday night queue. Yeah, this is a weird movie. I don't know. I, I I really just didn't like a lot of it. I think, you know, LL Cool J is a lot of fun. And I kind of wish like that vibe that he brought to the movie was more prevalent throughout the whole movie because it just, it wasn't ever met that criteria, I guess, in my head that becomes fun because it's so ridiculous. Like this was just kind of had me kind of like staring at the screen blankly waiting for it to be over. And, you know, every once in a while it would surprise me with something fun, like Sam Jackson's speech and then getting eaten or, you know, like I said, L. Cool J. Anytime he's in it, I'm pretty much, more, I'm I'm slightly more engaged, but eh, I don't know. It's it's just, I didn't, I didn't have a really good time with it. I think I might give it a pass. Um, I, it's, I mean, it's definitely a, an attempt to making a good shark movie and I think it could have <laughs> got there. But just for me, I just, eh, I don't know. I could have used more, brain juice i guess maybe or something <laughs> or maybe less i don't know Oof. <laughs> <laughs> i think less yeah would have helped out in this one <laughs> um yeah this movie's junk man this is terrible like everything's bad in this the acting's bad the music's bad the technical aspects are all bad they even throw in some real crappy slow-mo for the actions and then like and I couldn't believe this. They left in like the main scientist lady talking in like that real deep, funny slow mo. They like left that in there too. So I mean, if that doesn't clue you in to what kind of crap you're gonna see in this movie, I don't know what what will. Cause yeah, everything's bad in this. And I I had a lot of fun just like making fun of how bad everything was in this one. Like you know your classic. B movie. It's fun to sit there and make fun of it. And this this falls into that category for me. If anything works in this, it's how ridiculous the sharks are and how <laughs> with their antics that they get up to. It's so goofy and dumb, but it's fun because it's a shark doing it. So, you know, I I could give it a watch it, I think, just for that. Nice. You'll never see sharks like this again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe in movies two and three, though. <laughs> Who oh, knows? That's true. It might take more of a <laughs> downward turn. Who knows? But we're not done with the depths. 
I got a couple options for you guys then. Do we want to go deeper or do we want to go to a specific depth? That's my two clues, and you can pick whatever option sounds more intriguing to you. I want a specific. You know, I have a suspicion of what that one is, so I'm going to say deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's the tiebreaker. What's it going to be? Mm, deeper. <laughs> All right. Well, my pick is Deep Blue Sea 2. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> was the other one going to be 47 meters down? <laughs> yep, that was my other option. <laughs> We're going to watch Deep Blue Sea 2 then. It came out in two, 2018. Wow. What? what? 2018? Quite a ways away from <laughs> this one. So we'll see. You know, I'm sure they brought it back for good reason. They had a great story to tell. Um, so <laughs> let's let's find out what Deep Blue C2 this greatly concerns me. We did this with Jingle all the way as well. <laughs> That's true, and it was horrible. <laughs> I'm a little excited. Hmm. I guess we'll see. Well, in the meantime, if any of your listeners out there want to get in contact with us, uh, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about Deep Blue Sea. Is it one of the better shark movies? Is it dumb? Is it somewhere in between? Does it need more shark formula? Does it need less shark formula? I think I've called this like brain juice thing like many names throughout, but you know what I mean. Does it need to be smarter, dumber? What, what's your thoughts? What are some good shark movies? I'd love to hear that because the, the market's saturated with bad ones, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be sure to get in contact with us. Go on us with this journey to the, the deep blue sea, too, if you'd like. That could be fun. But yeah, so tune in next week. But, anyways, yeah, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off.